100.9 WCMP, your home for country music here in East Central Minnesota. Today, I'm joined by Katie Hagen, U of M Extension uh, Ag Educator for Pine and Isani Counties here for your ag update. Katie, how's it going? Good. How about you? Doing pretty well. Doing awesome. pretty well. It's a little cold, but yes. well, it's the winter, so you got to accept it at this point. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, speaking of winter, um, I'm going to first talk about like getting outside and protecting your plants. So there's still time. You can get out there and fence in those new trees that you put in your yard. In fact, my plan for early December is to do just that. Um, We have a tree line on the north side of our field that was planted a few years ago, but they weren't quite tall enough last winter, so the deer did a number on them. They nipped off the tops. (laughs) Um, I was able to plant some new ones in their place, but they're much smaller, so they still need to be fenced. Mm. In my garden, the same thing happened to my blueberry bushes, except this time it was the rabbits who got them. I made sure to get those fenced in with chicken wire a couple of weekends ago. I also provided mulch around the base of each of the um, blueberries for weed control come spring. And then we also planted some apple trees in the spring. And although we fenced those in right after planting them, I didn't consider wrapping them. So wrapping thin bark trees can help prevent trunk damage from winter sun scald or frost cracking. Uh, If you want to read more about how to protect your plants in the wintertime, you can go to extension.umn.edu and then search for winter protection for plants. All right. And if you have any other egg, hort, or natural resource questions, you can go ahead and contact me via email at hagen.umn.edu or you can stop by the Piner and Sandy County offices. Wonderful. Yeah. And then some resources here for the extreme weather that we might be seeing over the winter. Yeah. And so a lot of the things on there are extreme weather you're going to see all year round. So there's some summer stuff and there's some winter Mm. stuff, but it has a whole bunch of different um, resources um, that help you prepare, prepare for and recover from the effects of extreme weather, including like damage to homes, buildings, your crops or your lawns, as well as tools um, for financial recovery. Um, If you are looking for extreme weather resources for crops, uh, fruit and vegetable farming, livestock, or just your yard and garden, you can go to the Extension website and search for extreme weather resources. Um, You can even find information about your well and drought conditions and assistance on weather-related damage or issues. And even though summer has passed, the university has put together resources for summer extreme weather along with flood resources, too. Okay. Um, Next are some updates, um, some new and current events that are happening. So we have the Soil Management Summit first. That's going to be on Thursday, December 15th, and it's a two-day summit, so it's also going to be on Friday. That starts at 8.30 a.m. at the Park Event Center in Waite Park, Minnesota. Experiences include presentations and question and answers with researchers, farmers, and agricultural advisors, information from sponsors, and conversations with other experienced farmers. You can get continuing education credits, or CEUs, by attending the event, and then registration scholarships are also available, and if you are interested, you can contact Shane at sbugeja at umn.edu. Um, The cost is $180, and you can register online under the Courses and Events tab on the Extension website. And then don't forget the 2023 Pine and Isani County's Annual Corn and Soybean Conference. I know I had mentioned it uh, a couple times ago, but I'm going to keep reminding you until it comes up. Um, It's on March 2nd from 8 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. at the Bram Event Center in Bram, 
The cost is $10, and you can pay that at the door. Um, a little bit about it. This conference is for those farming or working in East Central Minnesota, and the University of Minnesota Extension Specialists are going to give updates on latest research done for corn and soybeans, discuss finances pertaining to crop production, relay how to increase corn production while also considering our natural resources, and discuss soybean production, physiology, research, um, focus yield, and lastly, seed quality enhancement. There is a light breakfast and lunch provided as well. Other organizations such as the NRCS, FSA, and FBM will also have display tables at the event. Cool. Is that everything for today? Um, just about. Um, so also a reminder that we are now taking nominations for Farm Family of the Year for 2023. I have already done a couple interviews, but we're looking for some more people to interview. So if you have a candidate in mind, then please let me know. You can just email me. And that's, again, Hagen at umn.edu. And we're looking for candidates that have a strong and positive presence in the agricultural community, use sustainable agricultural practices, and have a high level of community involvement. And um, lastly, I'm going to leave you with some fun facts. So, So cattle and calves, corn and soybeans are the top three U.S. farm products. That's probably not surprising statistic. Um, One acre of land can grow a variety of crops, including 50,000 pounds of strawberries or 2,784 pounds of wheat. Hmm. And I think that's it. Well, awesome. Well, Katie, I appreciate you coming on in and chatting with me, and we'll talk to you next time. All right. Thank you.